Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other host, Brendan McCullough, and we have returning uh, regular guest, Jeremy Dubs. It's been quite a while. How are you? I'm doing alright, doing alright. Just uh, glad I'm almost done school for this semester. Oh, Woo. good. Glad to hear it. Get into the working world, and then it's all downhill from there. Oh, I've <laughs> been in the working world already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, then school might, might seem a little nice. I've heard people say that, like, oh, the further away you get, the like, the more you'll appreciate school at the time. It's like, no. Like, I've been un- unemployed for quite a while, and I've had jobs here and there, but, like, even when I was unemployed for, I think the longest was, like, six months, the idea of, like, I don't have homework, or tests, or anything, or, like, essays, or speeches I have to give. This is wonderful. <laughs> no, I agree. I don't miss tests at all, but in... Like, as someone who is in the working world, like, it's generally, like, it's very comparable, like, school to, like, what I do regularly. Like, there's deadlines, and, like, I'm essentially graded on the work that I do. So, it's it's interesting how it's relatable to school, but, yeah, uh, completely different. And, like, that's the thing. Like, I don't miss school because I'm continually learning on the job. So, like, I get that fix of, like, oh, I can learn stuff, but I don't know. Yeah, it's, there's sometimes, like, even tests you have to do, like, if you have to get certified for something or homework if you have to bring home like coding and do it at home but it's always like for that one job you don't have like five tests to do the next day like for a bunch of different topics yeah no good point that that i don't miss that at all (laughs) the thing that i miss the most is just having the freedom to do stuff and not have to worry about like doing work or anything it's like oh hey i'm gonna play D &D till six in the morning today where (laughs) i don't i don't have that uh anymore so and just like being like around people, that's the one thing you you kind of miss out at least that I've seen. Like after graduating, is you kind of lose the locality and the closeness you have with people just because everyone goes their separate ways, pretty much. Oh well, that's honestly why I started the podcast, and it's it's funny you saying that. It's like it, like having the free time that we did have. It makes me wish I started the podcast back in those days <laughs> because like I'd we'd be like three hundred, four hundred episodes deep by now. But. <laughs> But uh, regardless, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I've heard people say that where it's like, it's hard to make friends as adults. I'm like, I don't know. Thinking back to it as a kid, like it was hard to make friends in school. You were just around the same people every single day for like 12 years straight. Like, So it's kind of like you had to make friends or else, you know, it was really weird. Yeah, no. Let's talk about the games we've been playing. Uh, I was gonna say you're playing Dark Souls Three. Oh yeah, no. I in fact, I, I just got off a stream before we started recording. Uh, Dubs was hanging out in chat, uh, and he saw I was fighting the High Lord War, whatever the Warlnick or whatever the fuck his name is. I Big giant already. skeleton guy. Wolnir. Yeah, High Lord Wolnir, and he's a total bitch. It's this giant, like yeah, skeleton fucker that has like this bracelet on that you have to like avoid the darkness and apparently he has this move that if he like shrouds you in darkness like you totally like it's like an insta kill essentially like i watch my health like and the thing about my character is like i'm an endurance build so like i have and i've imbued uh my sword with a raw gem which like makes it like just do raw damage and it's it's easy to get pregnant Jesus. But no, in general, it's like a really powerful sword. And the reason I go endurance is so I could just like hit over and over and over and over again and do a shitload of damage. And regardless, I also have like some rings and stuff on and like a lot of health going for me right now. And no matter how much health I have, this, this motherfucker, as soon as I get in like his one attack, it's just like I'm insta dead and it's terrible. 
Um, and I, I've been summoning people for help. And this one, I've only done it three times. One out of the three times, I was like very close to defeating him. But then the other two, he like insta killed me with his stupid ass move. So I love Dark Souls and it's like scratching the itch and I'm so glad to be back in it. But obviously it's Dark Souls and it's like a total bitch and it's just like, <laughs> God damn it. But, uh, I, I, I really personally like, I, obviously I'm not done with the game yet, but where I am now, I'm level 38 or something. I'm just uh, flying. I'm flying through this game, dude. Like it's not even like challenging. Maybe it is because I have previous Dark Souls experience. And I do think I hear, I, I remember somebody's review was like, yeah, this is one of the easier ones. And I'm like, that, that's the last thing I would expect from this final game in the series. But, uh, so far I can attest to it's not that hard, but, uh, I don't know. I, if this one would be like the easiest for like a naked run, like I know people love doing that in Dark Souls, where you just have like no armor or like a shitty weapon, because every stream or playthrough I've seen of it, it seems like if you know the tricks, like in any Dark Souls game, it's easy to fight the guy, like if you know their patterns. Mm-hmm. But it seems like if you get hit once by nearly any enemy, they'll take out like eighty percent of your health easy. Like they all seem to do massive damage if they hit. But, well, yeah, if you're playing like a deprived uh, class, which is when you like, yeah, you're naked. And but the thing about that is like, there's a benefit to it. I think all your stats start at ten or something. Except, I don't, I forget. Yeah, if yeah. you went with that class, you got the best base stats you could. Yeah. Um. Uh, okay. One thing I've seen, at least for like the length of the game, the current, I think, world record for the speed run is like an hour and ten minutes for the oh, God. killing Holy every boss too. Shit. That's impressive. That's unfucking believable, actually. But that's what I mean. I I feel like there's a lot to explore. So that person must just be going point A to point B with everything. Like they're not getting items and stuff. Oh yeah, he's he's speed running it, so he's recording everything and min maxing. And the wow, one thing I read that he there's a I guess there's a scene where like a door opens and the scene takes forever, and it's faster for him just to reload the game. Then watch the cutscene. <laughs> Holy fucking shit! That's great. I would oh, love wow. to see a speed run of like a Metal Gear Solid game then, because if you cut out all the cinematics, there's like a good like six hours of just cinematics and probably one game. Oh, especially in five. Oh yeah. Oh. Or no, four, God. four. No, I'm talking about thinking four. Yeah, four. What the ending cutscene, like the last cutscene in the game, is like two hours. Point. Yeah, it's like two hours long. <laughs> Because they know people are like, I got to get up and piss. Like, I can't sit here all day. <laughs> and I think they do that. They do that in five. Like, they take, like, they have random breaks in the cutscene. They aren't as long, but they do realize, like, guys, we're we're going too long. We have to put a little break in here somewhere. And in context of the story and of the, you know, cutscene, nothing changes. They're just in the middle. It just pauses for you, which is nice. But guys, get, cut down on those scenes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, oh, well, how about you, Dubs? Uh, listeners probably want to know what you've been playing these days. Um, surprise, surprise. I'm still playing Dota 2. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Just yeah. So many hours. Uh, what am I, what am I up to? Let me check. I think it's, it might be close to 1500 at this point. Holy fucking balls. Uh, uh, 1,397 hours. Oh, yeah. It's literally a percentage of your life. <laughs> yeah. Let's do <laughs> the math. That's insanely cool. Um, by 24. Outside that, I've been, uh, uh, that's 58 hours or 58 days. Sorry. That's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, if you toss in like my wow time, then things hashtag happen. justified. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 20, I'm 28, no, 29 or something like that. Yeah, I forget. But 58, 50 some days, that's not that much in the grand scheme of things. 
God, I totally feel you there, <laughs> Dubs. I hate when people ask me how old I am. It's like, I don't want to remember. I just always forget. <laughs> I'm coming up to 30. That's all I know. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, and that's scaring me. <laughs> but um, outside that, I've been um, streaming Tomb Raider since I bought that and never played it. So I've nice, been man. going through that. I'm, I think I'm getting towards the end, possibly. I'm not sure. I'm like maybe five, six hours in. You're on PS4, right? No, I'm playing this on PC. Oh, that's right, because it's not even available on PS4 yet, is it? No, I don't think it will, because Microsoft bought the exclusivity for Xbox One. Yeah, that's right, and we then, didn't speak about that. Yeah. I know that was a genuine question, Doug, but it just sounded really condescending. Like, <laughs> oh, because it's not on PS4 yet, is it? It's well, only on PC, like, uh, as if you're bragging about it. I no, know you weren't, but... <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. If anything, I'm sad that it's not on PS4, because yeah. I would get it for PS4 now that I own one. It just sounded like the most genuine condescending accidental condensation. That's me in a nutshell. People like misunderstand me and I genuinely don't mean things, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, so, but story wise, uh, how are you enjoying it? Um, I'm really enjoying it. It's given like, uh, I get it's kind of the background to Lara Croft of how she got an alt be a kick-ass treasure hunter. Would you say it's like a pretty cinematic game? Because I remember the 2012 Tomb Raider I played was like, I, I that was like my little complaint. I was like, it's too kind of movie like, but that's not even a real, a real complaint. That's the I'm one I'm playing through. Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know if the, um, the newest one came out on PC yet. Oh, that's right. I thought it did, but I guess I'm wrong. Uh, check. Uh, how do you like it so far? Um, I really like it. Like it's given, like, you can actually see the struggle. Like, I don't know how she's not dead, though, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's that uh, unique ability that almost every action hero has of the re- Wolverine's blood, like, the regenerating if you just sit still for a few minutes. Well, not even that. Like, even, like, the cutscene, she's, like, falling, like, 10, 20 feet, like, multiple times and, like, breaking ribs and just, like, getting the shit kicked out of her by the environment. That's what I mean. That's what It's, like, very, like, action movie, and they're just trying to, like, I don't know. And, like, sliding down, like, all these, like, inclines and debris and everything just crashing through. And, yeah, I don't know how she's not dead, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. PS4 for the next one is fourth quarter of 2016. Uh, okay. But it says it's already out for PC. That's um, what I thought. Okay. I just must have missed it. I think PS4 was just the last one on that list, which is it came total out, bullshit. Like, November and for Xbox One? Wow. All right. Well, before I ask Bren about what games you've been playing, I do want to go on this like total rant. Uh, and it is like kind of bullshit of Sony to do this. And it is like big news in the gaming world. And we're a little late talking on it, but whatever. (laughs) And it it affects me personally, (laughs) but we'll get to that. But, uh, Sony's announced that they are working on a project called Neo, which is essentially PS 4.5, which is like, they're going to make a PS5 eventually, but this is the in-betweener where it's an upgraded PS4 where it's an upgraded processor speed, memory bandwidth, and graphics capability. So in general, it's just going to be like the premium PlayStation 4, the one that people can hook up their 4K televisions to and stuff and like really get like the greatest uh, experience out of their gaming system. All those billion-dollar gamers with their 4K TVs. Well, that's what I mean. Who the fuck are they really marketing this to? It's like, okay, 40 million people already bought the PlayStation 4. Like, are how many of those people are going to feel the need to actually upgrade? And how many people are like me and have held out this long and haven't actually bought one? And then they're going to be like, well, if I'm going to buy one, I'll buy the badass one. 
I I just don't understand this move. I heard uh, other major like gaming podcasts bitching about it and just like completely shocked by the move. Like like diehard Sony fans like being like, I can't believe this shit. But um, in general, it's interesting to see what's gonna come of this and how the sales will be. I it, it, they also were speculating that it's just a genius marketing plan because it's like, well, we've moved so many PlayStation fours. It is the best selling console right now. Uh, they, they, they could just base, they could basically offer this upgraded one and afford to lower the price of the PS4, essentially sell it for nothing and still be profiting off of this new system because people will be buying it whether, uh, people want to believe it or not. Well, this isn't the first time Sony's created like a in between console between two of the larger consoles. Like they've had the PS, PS2 Slim and the PS3. I know it definitely had two versions because I remember early ones you could do backwards compatibility, and then the later ones you couldn't. Well, the and then thing I think I think there was a PS3 Slim as well. Yeah, well, the thing about the Slim models, like, are those actual upgrades or were they just literal like size enhancements? No, they were actually upgrades. Um, basically, given the timeline that um, everything happened, the chips were able to get more efficient, less power usage, so they did have better chips within them from a hardware perspective. Interesting. I never knew that actually. Okay. And I think even the first PlayStation had like a sort of upgraded one before the PS2, so I'm I'm not surprised. Yeah, there was there was the the gray brick PS1, and then they had the small like the slim PS1 that was like the white one. Yep, I didn't yeah. recall that. Yeah, so the PlayStation One had that little screen you could attach to it too. Yeah, to the, at least <laughs> to the white one it did. I don't yeah, think that. there was one. Well, there might have been an off-brand one for the the gray one, but yeah, the blocky one. I still have yeah. mine. Nice. I'm just, uh, I'm hoping this will do the price drop in the PS and the regular PS4 because then I could get one pretty cheap. Yeah, well, fuck me. <laughs> I, I just literally bought one like the last week for three fifty, and it's just like I don't know. Oh, oh you did get what like two or three games with it, so it, it came with one, and I well, and I got rid of it because I didn't want it. <laughs> yeah, we already had that discussion. Yeah, that was on our previous episode. Fuck um, Call of Duty and fuck I really hope GameStop. I oh, yeah. typically don't care about remastering of games because. I usually think if you want the game, play it on the original console. Or if it's, you know, unless it's super outdated. Um, but I really hope they do a remastering of the first two infamous games for the PS4. I, I probably not. See that. Oh, I was going to say I, probably so. I don't think so, given that you can probably get it on PlayStation Now and the PlayStation Store. That yeah. I mean, they have valid ways that you can just play the game without having to put the resources in to remaster and make it slightly look better. True. That's true. Yeah, because I know when Sony had that, you know, big hacking scandal and they lost all those people's credit card information, they gave you back, uh, I think a PS3 game and a PSP game for free, or maybe two of them. And it was pretty much all the launch titles, like the games everyone already had. So yeah. Yeah, Inf- <laughs> Infamous was one of them. But God, those two are some of my favorite games. And then I was like, I'm so happy it's not a trilogy because I was in like the era of where every single game got a trilogy, no matter how bad it was. And then they announced PS4, and they're like, oh, yeah, an infamous second son. I was like, damn it. <laughs> but at least it's a different character. It's the same universe, but a new story. Yeah. So I'm, I want to play those. I hear they're good. Hmm. Um, but what have you been playing? Me? Uh, I've been taking a break from XCOM because it's really just the idea of just like the final mission just being pretty much impossible really just doesn't want me to, like, doesn't make me want to play it. And it's really disheartening yeah I, also, I, I'm just, I, I started playing it 
not that long ago, and it it seems a lot harder than the first one. Yeah, it's also just real hard to begin with. Like, so it's just constantly getting my teeth kicked in, and then being like, "Oh yeah, when you finally overcome all of this, you're not going to get your teeth kicked in. You're going to get other people's teeth kicked into your mouth, which are then going to be kicked in through your ass. Like, it's just going to be so much worse. So it's like, ah, why, why bother? It's kind of like if you're thinking about reading Game of Thrones, the you know Song of Fire and Ice. It's like, oh yeah, it's a marvelous uh, story. It's going to take a lot to get through all of the books because they're so long and there's like six of them. But at the end of it, there's nothing. And George R. R. Martin might die before it ever finishes. So it's just going to be worse if you, you know, it'd be, but be- you'd be better off if you didn't even start it. So it's just, uh, it hurts. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but uh, in the meantime, I played Oniken, Oniken, which is a <laughs> game Dub sent me after I sent him Bad Rats. And I finally got around to playing it. And. It's a good game, but it's like a SNES game where it's just unforgivably hard and just you're not meant to win. Like, I feel like it's the hardest level of every SNES game combined because there's even like a sort of like Battletoads, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like Turtles in Time, like jet, like car, like where you're surfing over the ocean and stuff appears like a microsecond before it hits you and then it hits you and you fall off and instantly die. It's just. I got to the second level, I think. I think. I don't even know. But it's just so hard. It It is a well-designed game, and it's great uh, based off that era. I couldn't tell you the story. I don't care. It doesn't matter. But it's just so hard. <laughs> it's the, the fun-to-difficulty ratio is not well. Like, it's not a good balance. Interesting. So I, don't, I don't know. I don't think I'll ever finish that game. Well, usually when people say the fun-to- uh difficulty ratio isn't uh good it's like oh they compare it to dark souls but it's this game called salt and sanctuary have you heard of this oh i heard it's like dark souls a bit in the difficulty but almost because it's the almost exact same aesthetic and like style yeah just large enemies you end up encountering and yeah it is extremely detailed um and just, it does. It looks really badass. the The characters look a little goofy. Like I don't know when you, I was looking at a video where people can make character designs and like just something about them. Like the the character design just creeps me out. But everything else about <laughs> it looks really cool. So something I might try out down the road. I'm not 100 percent sure how I feel about it. Um, I've I've heard it's difficult, but it, I can definitely see the Dark Souls like inspired art style. Like it it looks like a 2D Dark Souls. There's no denying that. Yeah, you're right. So I mean. It's up there, but uh, Oniken, I wouldn't describe it like Dark Souls just because it's difficult, because Dark Souls, you can at least figure out the pattern and work your way around. Like, as hard as it is, it is possible to win. That's what I mean, yeah. But this one is just like, it's like the SNES games where it's hard because of the limitation in technology. It's like Ninja Gaiden on the NES. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, NES like Ninja Gaiden, where it's just like, just infuriating, and if you're jumping across a chasm and something falls and hits you, Instead of knocking you back on the platform, you instantly drop down uh, to the bottom of the screen and die. And instead of taking a little bit of your health out and starting you back on the platform, it instantly kills you, takes away one life, and you start at the beginning of the level again. God so it's it. just like infuriatingly hard because of like those old SNES styles. And it's like I feel like people are getting the wrong idea of like, oh, it's a tribute. Like th- it's because SNES games did that. It's like yeah, but they didn't have a choice. Like we can make better game design now because we have better technology. It doesn't have to be that hard just for the sake of being hard. Yeah. And it's one of those things that you have to match like the pixels exactly or time it by the second or something. And it's really just, uh, 
Doves, you match something with Bad Rats' level of infuriating. Nice. Well done. <laughs> like, it's but a well-designed game. But it's not turtle shit. <laughs> yeah, it's a well-designed game, unlike all the games I've sent you guys. It's just so aggravating, because it's just the instant deaths, and, like, it just starts you back at the beginning of the level every time. Like, I don't think there's any checkpoints. If you ever see want to see something crazy, watch Ninja Gaiden speedruns. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I remember playing the one for the ex- first Xbox with a buddy of mine, and I think I got to the, like, mini-boss right before the final boss, and I couldn't beat him for the life of me. And then he beat the final boss, and uh, it's just so infuriating. Then he shaved his head and his eyebrows off. What that the was a fuck? weird school. Yeah. <laughs> All right. He had, like, a unibrow, and he would trim it in between, but he shaved a little too much to one side and then the other side, and eventually they were just all gone. And that happened what? to be the week he shaved his head. Like, he just got a haircut and, like, buzzed it all off. So it was just very poor timing. <laughs> he looked like a neo-Nazi or something. That's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> that was a fun week in Metal Shop. Uh, I was going to say something, too, but that, like, totally just, like, that mental image freaked me the <laughs> fuck out. But, uh, no, I, what I was going to say was Dark Souls 3, it's it's definitely, I think, so far the easiest one. Like, all the others, I feel like I actually struggled to make progress. This one, I'm just breezing through. And I feel like the one thing that I uh, didn't even take notice of until, like, maybe the last time I played was um in previous dark souls games uh you you die and then you're like punished because like you you're you're a living being and then when you die you become like a hollowed corpse or whatever uh and you like your a percentage of your health would be taken as like a penalty uh now in dark souls 3 like you die and there is no penalty to your health and i was like and in previous dark souls games you'd use you'd burn a human effigy to get your uh, life back and undo the penalty that you uh took on your health but now it's you're you utilize this thing called an ember and i remember like not even like what the i was like as i'm playing i'm collecting embers i'm like what the hell is this and i didn't even use them so now i have like 20 of them but it's essentially the item you use to become human and have the ability to search for online players and summon phantoms and stuff to help you fight bosses and shit. Or like you can some, uh, summon a mad phantom and like battle them and shit. But regardless, I don't know. It's, it's just, uh, different how they change things up. I guess it's like easier and like more forgiving in a, in a way because you're not getting, uh, punished for dying. Same thing with being cursed. I noticed in the previous Dark Souls games, when you get cursed, it was like the end of the fucking world. Yeah, I got you might cur- as well just killed yourself right there. Yeah, literally. But I got cursed uh, already one time through, and it like once like my character came back, it was like as if nothing happened. I was like, wait, this is so. It's like I feel like they got a little more forgiving on this one. I could even be with, wrong. Even with poisoning, I've seen it like if someone's fully poisoned, it doesn't seem to take out health as fast. Oh, not at all. Yeah, I, I'm literally walking around. I actually prefer to be poisoned in this one section because it's like just get it over with. <laughs> oh, is it like the swamp? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I really wonder if Demon Souls was the hardest, and it's kind of just gotten easier ever since. Like Bloodborne might be an exception, but well, like, I have yet to play Bloodborne, and I heard Bloodborne was the easiest. So I'm really eager to finish Blood- Dark Souls three, which at this pace I should be done by next week. Uh, and then, uh, get cracking at Bloodborne and have a full analysis of the Souls franchise. Even though Bloodborne doesn't fall under that category, it's like spiritual and same team and everything. Yeah. I think Bloodborne might have been easier just because it, um, uh, what sort of like, it kind of like capitalized more on offensive abil- uh, abilities instead of like waiting and using your shield and, you know, dodging around the guy and getting his weak spot. Bloodborne, you just pretty much just had a shotgun and a 
big like razor blade sword and you just kind of went full force into him. So I think it was easier for people to just attack and not really strategize as much as Demon Souls and Dark Souls. So I don't, I wonder if it's, if it's not necessarily easier, but it's just like you just more forgiving. Full ham. Yeah. Cause th- if you got a critical in Bloodborne, I think you automatically got a little bit of health back. Whereas in Demon Souls and Dark Souls, you needed like a ring or an item to do that. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Another thing about the whole franchise, like Dark Souls 3, this is apparently the end of the franchise, but I, I heard rumor, like some people speculating that it might end up being another situation like with the Halo series where another just team that. just picks up the franchise and carries it on or carries the torch, uh, so to speak. If uh, something makes money, they don't let it die. They bring, ridge up that corpse tied to some strings and let someone else puppeteer it. Yeah, and I mean, this honestly has such a big fan base, like, myself included, I'm not sure if I want Dark Souls 3 to be the end. Uh, I, I, like, I, sure, I appreciate when a, a franchise can just end and it's like, that's how it's supposed to go, and they shouldn't beat a dead horse, so maybe that's just how I feel like, once this one's done, I, I, I'd be happy, but I know there's going to be other people itching for more, and you're you're right. They're going to probably capitalize on it, and some other team's going to take over. But we we can't be sure about that. But at least it's a prediction as of now. Who knows? Maybe it'll be like Uncharted, where after a few years it'll get a fourth one, where literally nothing else happens. It's the same game just repeated four times. Well, that's what I mean. So <laughs> does do we really want that? That's uh, it's like this is every game's franchise that's good is going to become the land before time of like the film. <laughs> Assassin's yeah, Creed. We find out there's, oh, God. yeah. Good point. <laughs> I, I like how even Ubisoft is like, all right, guys, we're going to take a year break, see if it gets any better. Like, you know, it's not. No. Like to me, Assassin's Creed's dead. They they killed it a long time ago. I think they're taking heart. a year break because they burned out all their ideas already. Like, oh, I think man. everyone that worked on it quit. I think they have to find a new team. I think everyone hated working on it. It's it sucks to think like we might need a whole new generation of consoles until we get like a fresh new bunch of IPs. But like, I would love to just see like some really new games that like have never really been heard of before, like, uh, take the gaming world by storm. Because until that happens, uh, we're kind of fucked. <laughs> I don't know if it'll do well with consoles, because there's so many indie games on PCs, because it's cheaper to make games for PC, and you don't have to work with the exclusive companies or buy the development kits. Like, you have to buy it for Sony and Xbox, whereas for the PC, you can just make it in Unity and then release it on your own. Well, you can still do that with... Um, you can release the consoles through Unity as well. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, now, yeah, they're all so advanced now in borderline computers anyway. But I, with new IPs, I wouldn't hold my breath for consoles because it's a business and they know what works and they keep sell it, keep selling it. So if you're looking for new IPs and stuff that's not just, you know, Dark Souls 17, or, <laughs> well, Final Fantasy, uh, what, what are we up to there? 16? Yeah. 15 still. 15 still. But like, <laughs> then they have like, 10 and then like 10x and then like 10.5 like that's what annoys me with those um yeah and then crystal chronicles and all these super like tons of offshoots tactics and all that oh Uh, tactics was the best yeah you're right speaking (laughs) speaking of final fantasy i've been playing i started out final fantasy 9 yay pc version came to steam i finally caved and just bought it and started playing it up today and i think i'm already like four hours in do you play any Uh, tetra master oh god like (laughs) I forgot how much it is a good game because it's just simple. You got five cards each. You just 
try to capture the other person's card like you just knock them out real quick i know i've literally played for hours it's horrible <laughs> the problem is there's no like end to it there's not like you don't if you beat a person you take one of their cards that you captured in the game or but there's no end to it like they don't run out of cards so you can literally just keep playing the same guy like forever yeah but you could there's the possibility of taking all their cards if you perfect them but the same possibility perfect, yeah. exists for them to take all of your cards which is a giant like fuck you yeah, there's no like stopping point because you don't play with you don't bet money on it, so it's not like the character's ever going to be like, "All right, I'm done for today," and like not like keep playing. So I realized I was playing like Tetra for like an hour and a half straight, and I was like, "All right, that's it. I got to do something." Yeah, well, and the interesting <laughs> is thing is, uh, like sometimes as you like play a different character, like they'll like r- reveal different uh, cards that they have in different matches. So it's like, shit, I really want that one. Yeah. Or if you lose to them and then you play them again trying to get that one card and they don't use it. That exactly. Time, and it's like, damn. fuck, I'm wasting my time. <laughs> yeah. Next thing you know, you've played 17 games with one dude. Oh, uh, Bren, you know my problem. <laughs> I forgot how much I love that game. Like, and it's definitely not a port. It's the controls are offered keyboard and mouse. Like, and there's different options. You can play with a controller or keyboard and mouse through the P- uh, Steam version. It's great. Oh, man. Um, I, I would love to try it with a Steam controller, but I'm not most likely going to get it on pc because i already have it on my phone (laughs) yeah you can have the wasd or arrow keys or mouse to like move your characters around uh i think x is select c is cancel and b is menu which is weird or no v i think it is Hmm. but like that's like a weird configuration because i was switching between the wasd so i switched it to uh z instead It's, it's a little odd but it's pretty well laid out besides that like the menu key was the only real problem i had um but it's great and it's still as hard as i remember well at certain moments i felt like it was um a little too strong because initially it gives you the like uh no no combat mode or no trance mode or something you can turn those on and off right away but i think they give you a warning saying if you turn it on it's on for good like you can't turn it off in that game file oh what that's crazy that those are even options wow yeah, I think it's just for the ones, like, because I know I, when I played it originally, I had a big problem with, like, one area where everyone was, like, resistant to physical attacks, and all I had was physical, like, melee attackers. So I think that's a good way to be like, ah, I can just skip over this level and keep going. Like, it's kind of like if you only want to know the story, yeah. you don't really want to deal with combat. Um, But I got to, I think, the Black Mage Waltz number three, if anyone's played it, like, that boss in the ice caves, and it's... Fighting him and the sea lion monster, like as just the Dane, and I'm just like, I, I remember hating this battle so much, and I forget how to beat it. Like, I know there's a little trick, you have to kill him first or the little sea lion first, but I forget. Um, so that's where I was. It's, I fell right back into it. Like, I'm completely biased with that game, but I love it. Yeah. So, you know, me and Doug both enjoy it. Take it as it is. I don't know if you want to ship out. I mean, it's only, it's twenty bucks. And I think the two days, like for two days after it got released, it was like sixteen point, like sixteen seventy nine or something. So it's really not that much for like a solid fifty hours of gameplay. Yeah, and just in general, my favorite Final Fantasy available. It's so it's, good. It was like the last one where you had weird creatures on your team. Like you had Freya, Vivi, Queena, and um, Eco. Yep. And they're like they weren't all human. Even Zidane has like a tail. And goes into like the Saiyan, like monkey mode when he's like in the trance. Ah, oh, so, so fucking like, cool. He, like those were kind of like odd creatures. And then like 10, it's just like, 
everyone's human except for this one weird lion thing. It's like, oh. And one guy's dead. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't even play that. I know he's my favorite character from like, the Kingdom Hearts games. <laughs> yeah, Auron. Yeah. But like after that, and then I played 12 a bit. A buddy let me, uh, lent it to me. And I hated it like really quick. I didn't get far because I could not stand playing it. I was the same way with 12. It was, I don't think a lot of people did because like the main character, his like body looked like it was painted on. Like the details, like it didn't look like they tried to give him abs, but they looked like they were spray painted on. It was weird. Um, but everyone in your party, at least to the point I got where I was like, we're all humans. And then this one playboy bunny archer, like she's just a big lady <laughs> in like a bikini yeah. wearing like ears and like a cotton tail. It's like, dude. Wait, we're not supposed to spray paint our abs on? <laughs> I mean, when you sweat, it runs and just, you know, your nether regions just get all like gunky and dark. Yeah, I go through shirts, lots of them. <laughs> um, but since this is pretty much the Dark Souls episode, uh, I figured I'd bring up, there's a Dark Souls Kickstarter for a board game. I saw that. Interesting. I haven't looked at it, but I've seen that getting posted around. They're asking for about roughly 70000 like, for the Kickstarter goal. Oh, that's feasible. And there's 23 days left at as of our recording. They're at $1,812,000. Holy <laughs> fucking shit. It is definitely being made. Holy fuck, and it's going to be definitely ten times better than they anticipated. Oh, I'm sure, like, I feel like they were just like, hey, wouldn't this be a neat idea? And then just like, oh god. Oh god, we're going to get working on this now. Like, That is unfucking believable I just wonder how they're going to translate the difficulty of Dark Souls into a board game. Yeah, yeah, me too. They're going to make Talisman, but Dark Souls edition. Oh, God, I hate Talisman. It's got to be, like, loaded <laughs> dice. Like Imagine that. All it's li- like, that would be the craziest thing ever. It's like Dungeons & Dragons, like, where one guy plays as the monsters or, like, the enemies. Like, he's the DM, and he just plays with loaded dice the whole time, and it Jesus never goes below Christ. five. That is, that is, that would be, it's just bullshit, the board game. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that's Demon Souls and Dark Souls. Yeah, goddamn. There's, they even got... Mimics and crystal lizards. Oh, the mimics are the worst thing of that whole franchise because, like, they're they're paying obviously paying homage to like other game series. I'm not sure if Final Fantasy was the first to introduce the mimic, but like, regardless, I think it was probably D and D. Okay, so let's go with that. So, and then we've had in many RPGs uh, throughout the ages, uh, Final Fantasy, Dark Cloud. When you encounter a treasure chest. You open the damn thing being like, yeah, I can't wait to see what's inside. And it's a fucking box with teeth that just bites your head off or like just like Mm -hmm. it swallows you whole. Um, But the different thing about Dark Souls is they it takes that to an extreme. And these motherfuckers are giant beasts that have like long, lanky, lengthy arms and limbs. And they just they're just disgusting looking. And they have these floppy tongues and they just look like (laughs) trolly little fuckers. And. Don't, they are probably one of the harder enemies because they literally do so much damage, especially if they if they get you in their grasp and they start chomping on you. It's like, unless you have a shitload insta of health, kill. it's an insta-kill. But yeah, I've definitely survived it, uh, so it's possible if you have a boatload of health. Oh god, you're gonna have a gaping dragon figure. That thing's gross. I'm excited to see what will come of this, though, and if it's good, I'll most likely get a copy. Like, I'd love to play that with some friends. I mean, looking at how they, like, what they have planned and, like, the little boards and cards and figurines they have, it looks great. Like, I don't know how it's going to actually work, 
but it looks good. Like they clearly put a lot of thought into they it. They did. They like they're like three D printing like Executioner Smog and Dragon Slayer Ornstein. This Smelter is badass. Demon. Oh my god. I think it was actually Bloodborne. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I think they had mimics in that, but it wasn't chest mimics, it was ladder mimics. So when you climb the ladder, it'll suck you up and eat you. What? <laughs> Some game had that. I'm pretty sure it was Bloodborne, though. Wow, I'm not looking forward to that. No. Uh, <laughs> Demon Souls, you're just running around and breaking stuff with your objects because you're pretty sure it's going to kill you if you don't. Yeah, no, I really, I always, like, swing my swords at, like, urns and chests and stuff. But the thing is, if you uh, attack certain chests, it'll just break what's ever inside and turn it to that, rubbish. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. It's so mean. Yeah, that sucks. Oh. Don't make mimics and then do that. I did find in Dark Souls 3, like, a, I don't know if it's a special area or what, but, like, this, like, this... this it, They're called testicles, Doug. God damn it. No, this area where... Uh, <laughs> Speaking can, of that... Uh, <laughs> oh, well, go, go ahead and uh, talk about balls. Yeah, all right, so, uh, there, where Doug was playing earlier, there is these corpse balls rolling around. I was just going to say, I knew that's where you were going. <laughs> oh, exactly, it. because it, it goes perfectly in, and so he's getting literally balled on the chin... All over the place. Like, at least, like, three times trying to get down this ramp. Yeah, no, so. this motherfucker is just going back and forth, and it's, like, my girlfriend was like, what is that? I'm like, it's a ball of corpses, like, and it's, <laughs> it's just, it's ridiculous. But no. It's like a rat king in New York. But what I was saying, this one area, together. there's this uh, bird, I don't know if it's a bird or what, but this voice you talk to, and I remember in previous Dark Souls games, it was a bird, and it was like, oh, give me something shiny, or whatever, and like, oh, yeah. Get, yeah, you know what I mean? And you'd, uh, leave an item there and it would replace it with something else i found that in dark souls 3 i've yet to like actually uh do like an item transfer and see if it gives me something good but uh, at least i know where to go so hopefully i can get some like sweet exchanges going on there but that's what i mean it was just a voice so i didn't see a bird or anything yeah i remember that was in dark souls 2 there it was like a nest but there wasn't actually anything in the nest like you heard the voice you didn't see a character or anything yeah see there's no nest this time it's like at like this like I don't know, at the top of this building. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, I guess we talked enough about the games and stuff we've been playing. Do you guys want to do a conversation game quick before we wrap things up? I'll bring up this real quick because it infuriates me. Uh-oh. Like, much, like most things I talk about on this show. Yeah. But they're doing a Jumanji remake with The Rock. He has confirmed it today on his Instagram. Uh, can he just unconfirm it? Like... <laughs> We all love The Rock. He does great things. But he's also done The Tooth Fairy and Escape to Witch Mountain. Is that it? Yeah, I think so. so. He's not perfect. He's no. made terrible movies before, or he's been involved with them. He hasn't made them. And I think he like posted saying, like, it's going to be great to, you know, show kids a movie from our generation or from the younger, like their parents' generation and showing it to their kids and their generation. I was like, or, hold up, just stay with me here, crazy thought, why don't we just show them original Jumanji, because it was good. Yeah, it was well, classic. You to, yeah, you like you, you don't see them remaking uh, Miracle on 34th Street, or like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, or, well, I'm, I'm sure someone out there who knows what that movie is, is insulted that I just called that movie a classic. But, like, there's plenty of movies they don't remake, and you just leave them as is. Like, the, To Kill a Mockingbird. Like, you don't have to remake it to still enjoy it. You just need to find it in the new format that it's playing in. I th- you know what the world really needs? I think we need a remake of the Sharknado trilogy. Oh, God. Like, they're still doing it. Like, that's not even like it's a done trilogy, like a series. Oh, like, man, I, I was just joking, too, obviously. But, no, I those <laughs> no, should not only, exist. 
uh, Sharknado 4, I believe, is the newest one. Oh, uh, no. Well, that came out oh, this my. year, or is coming out. Yeah, it's coming out in July. So they're still doing Sharknado. It's not done yet. <laughs> uh, my favorite, I, I guess it's a spinoff of Sharknado. Ha, spinoff. Ha ha. Um, Titty is- Twisters. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a movie out there. <laughs> Uh, but like lava lantula, which are lava tarantulas. Jesus like, fucking Christ. It's, it's so dumb. <laughs> All right. Uh, gotta put that on my to watch list. <laughs> and it just makes me wonder, like, I hear how difficult it is to make, to get a movie made, like for the people who are trying to like, you know, do an indie movie and how difficult it is to get funding and how difficult it is to get the cast and the script. And then like lava lantula and Sharknado 4 are made, like without a whim. It's like, God. Why? Like, yeah, this connections. totally fair. It's all about the connections. Yeah, it, and it's all like product placement. Like, I'm sure uh, Morgan Spurloff did a movie. He did the guy who did Super Size Me and all those. He did like the greatest movie ever sold, and it was about a movie about product placement. And I think before the movie was even released, because of how much product placement there was in it, he already made it back like seventy bucks before it was even released. So it was ridiculous. 70 bucks? That doesn't seem like a lot. Well, considering before the movie, most movies are released, they're like $16 million in debt. Oh, So the okay. fact that he had any money back was ridic- like a miracle. Okay, well, keeping that in perspective, that's yeah. good. Um, it really set the tone. But, oh, I'll bring this up real quick. Uh, I forgot. Some dude's trying to bring Counter-Strike to Android phones. I don't know exactly how. <laughs> apparently, yeah, apparently what he's shown is clunky and you may have to own counter-strike like you may already have to own a copy of counter-strike and then buy it on your phone or something oh god is valve even okay with this i don't know i it's it's really up in the air at this point but apparently he's got like a working demo or like a working prototype of it so if you're a big csgo fan and you want it everywhere with you that might be happening that just doesn't sound good or like it's gonna work I mean, CSGO doesn't sound good to me, but that's just me. I don't enjoy 12-year-olds and Russians yelling at me all day. Yeah, well, if you want CSGO on the go, check that oh. out. Oh, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> I, I learned from you. Oh. <laughs> I no. learned from you, Dad. <laughs> but all right. Why don't you just pick up my drinking habit instead? Let's it's easier to deal with. Play I Was the Walrus. Alright, so I guess I'm going to be the judge here, and we got Dubs versus Bren. Um, Dubs, apparently you have yet to lose, so this is interesting, and Bren has broken his losing streak, so we'll see how this goes. And I've just recently started to not lose. <laughs> so that's why Am I, mean. I going to bring it back to your losing streak? Oh, I, I'm not sure. Alright, let's see how this one goes. So... I'm thinking in the spirit of Dark Souls, like, I, I, I've yet to encounter this in Dark Souls 3, but I remember in 1 or 2, uh, there's a part of the game where you could play as the boss, 
or like oh, yeah you know what God. i'm saying i've never felt more sympathetic to a boss than in like i think it was demon souls or no dark souls 2 no it might have been demon souls so oh, fuck demon souls i think it was in all of those games i think but regardless it yeah. might have been all of those yeah but um so that being said uh you guys get to pick any boss from any game and you're going to be that person and be facing each other in a fight. So whoever picks the cooler, more well-equipped boss wins. It's uh, one of our go-tos. Pick a celebrity and fight them against each other. Yeah. Except now it's pick a video game celebrity. <laughs> well, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, it's a good idea. Uh I thought you were going to say, like, pick a video game boss and then you get to be them. I'm like, Bowser, I get that sweet put, uh, peach puss. <laughs> God damn it. Someone uh, had those kids. Someone had I was those just say, kids. Oh, God, you're, you're insinuating that he's just raping her, like, 24-7? I'm not insinuating anything. I think Nintendo's insinuating something. Yeah, where, where did is, those Koopa kids come from? Yeah, they're, they're called Koopa kids, and one of them is Bowser Jr. So. Isn't there, what, like, nine daddy. of them now? Yeah, well, there's, like, Eight and like Super Mario Six, I think, or Super, Super Mario, Mario Three, yeah. yeah I think, I think, or yeah, I think seven. I think there is seven. Yeah, because I think there's eight worlds, or is it yeah. eight worlds and then the Hell Dimension? I don't remember. It's seven or eight, and then Bowser Junior comes later. Yeah, like in the Wii U for Smash Brothers, when you play as Bowser Junior, when you change like the skin, like the color of them, yeah. instead of different color schemes, it's the actual different kids. The great Easter egg. What are we doing? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> pick a boss. Pick um, a, any boss. Uh, so many choices, so many genres. Uh, I got mine. Dingo Dial. Dingo Dial? Crash Bandicoot enemy. I was thinking that, yeah. He's the guy with the flamethrower. Oh, oh yeah! Alright, do you, did you happen to think of your answer, by the way? Yeah, I just... It, it's pretty shitty, but it's... No worries. <laughs> there's shitty, and then there's Mark shitty. And I doubt it's Mark <laughs> shitty. Alright, well then, let's do it. Round one. Three, two, one, go. Frank Fontaine. High Lord Walmore near. Oh, fuck. Oh, God damn bastard. it. <laughs> oh, I should have just done the Dark Souls pandering to Dark. God damn it. That it is, because it was literally today. Yeah, and yeah, I'm, I'm, you're gonna I was win. actually <laughs> thinking about that. It was on my And mind. he's such a dick. He is a fucker. He can just one-shot you. Yeah, it's like, not even he, fair. <laughs> Everybody can. It's, de- it's Dark but Souls. It's like well, I know, but it's extremely yeah. relevant. And then all of a sudden, the main, the host of the fight gets like one-shot, and it's like, oh, well, doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. And I'm gone. <laughs> uh, but who the hell are you even talking about? Frank Fontaine? It sounds familiar. Atlas? In the first Bioshock game, he's the guy who's like, you know, spoilers in case you haven't played the first Bioshock, but you super should because it's very good. Would you kindly please play the first Bioshock if you have it? Yeah, I there haven't, and I have all three of them. God damn. Oh, you haven't? No. Well, oh, like, then I won't spoil it. Like, the thing is, I've started it, but I barely remember it. It was a long time ago, so I have to go back to it. it- <laughs> well, it's past the statute of limitations for spoilers anyway. Yeah, I don't really give a it shit. It is, but since Doug's right here, I don't want to spoil it. I mean, if you haven't played them by now, you'll probably won't play them anytime soon. So you'll even if you, I do tell you, you'll forget. That's what I mean. Don't I don't worry. I'm not worried. Uh, he's you know Bioshock is like you get the powers and stuff. Mm-hmm. At the end of it, he gets like a bunch of atom, the stuff that allows you to take the powers, and just injects it all into himself. So he has like every power at the end, and he's just super strong. Well, I mean, why am I even giving <laughs> you information? Like, 
Dove picked Dark Souls, you're already going to pick him, and you don't know who my character is. So yeah, sorry. I don't have a chance. Yeah, you really don't have a chance. Um, unfortunately, I'm going to have to go but with High definitely play Bioshock. Yeah, I, I recommend playing Bioshock. All right. I'll, At least the first one. I definitely I plan on playing all three in a row, but that's like probably after I'm done with Dark Souls 3, Bloodborne, and maybe even a few others. <laughs> That'll be definitely a shame, 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 shame. Yeah, I'm like, that's like Mark. <laughs> Someday. <laughs> um, Bioshock, I couldn't play it after 6 p.m. Because, like, I'm, I don't like horror stuff. Like, I, it, generally, uh, it gets in my head. And, uh, like, it's not even that bad. Well, I think it was the worst. Like, if it was, like, demons, I'd be fine. But I think it was worse because it was, like, all people that were just so strung out on drugs. Like, in this crazy <laughs> Like, true, they true. were human once. And looking at that, like, that kind of terrified me. Like, uh, Freddy uh, Krueger doesn't scare me as much as Mike Myers. Because in the original Halloweens, Mike Myers was just a, a dude who just snaps. Versus Freddy Krueger, who was like a you know dream monster, all right, and a pedophile, well, the scariest of them all. Jesus! <laughs> all right, well, let's move on to round two. All right, round two, we're gonna go with um, what non-competitive video game would you like to see as an esport? Hmm. What game do you want to see Evo on the big screen, just wasting everyone's time? Uh, Dark Cloud. Dark. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think what would be like an actually interesting one but then i'm trying to think of like what possible ones would just be the dumbest and it would be just super interesting having like forcing everyone to watch it well i'm just imagining like, everyone building their little towns and shit in dark cloud that'd be hilarious <laughs> or like competitive minecraft animal crossing yeah <laughs> you have to befriend everyone you actually have to pay Tom Nook back all the money. <laughs> that's the end goal. That's when you get first place. Right. Uh, crap. Damn, I shouldn't have said that. That was actually a really good one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to go for it. No, because then you ha- you have an idea of what to beat. Yeah. <laughs> I got mine. Okay. And you, Dubs? Um, yeah, I don't really know how I'm going to rationalize it, but I have something. Excellent. All right. Round two. Three, two, one, go. Papers, please. Amnesia, the Dark Descent. What the hell is Papers, Please? I know Dubs is (laughs) (laughs) I know what Papers, Please is. Papers, Please is possibly one of the best games with possibly the dumbest premise. You're a Border Patrol guard, like, who sits in your booth all day, and you just, for, like, this, like, weird Eastern dictatorship, uh, like, European country, and uh, people come in trying to get into the country, and you have to look at their passports to see if they're the real people or if they're, like, forging passports. And with each day, it gets progressively harder where you have to find, like, spies and then figure out who is actually an escaped prisoner or uh, who has weapons on them or contraband. Or a guy comes up and he says he needs to get in to feed his family or else they'll all die, but he doesn't have the passport. So you have to decide if you want to let him in or, you know, follow your job and kick him out. And then, like, sometimes a guy will jump the fence and you have to shoot him. And, like, it's crazy. But it all takes place, like, within this one little booth and, like, the fence on the border of your country. God, that sounds like a really fun game. I'm interested. It's, it's I would, like I said, the dumbest premise, like, it just sounds like a weird uh, desk job, like, clerk, uh, desk clerk job. But it's really fun. And there's, like, 35 different endings and, like. You have to choose whether to, like, save money to feed your family, keep the heating on, then a family member gets sick, and then, like, 
you get more money if you do your job correctly and get a promotion, or you can get more money by accepting bribes and letting like spot possible spies into the country. And it's it's really fun. Yeah, a dystopian document thriller. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Um, as an esport. And okay, yeah, and tell me about Amnesia, the esport dubs. Uh, well, Amnesia, the esport. You're basically gonna have to get put into a, a scary fucking room. Where you're going to have people actually passing through and trying to scare the shit of you as you go through this crazy horror game with the weirdest shit happening to you, like invisible people that walk on water and kill you if you touch the water. And walls, like kind of like the room's going to be like a, you're in an organ and it's just like pulsating beneath your feet as you go through and you have to complete the game without fucking up yourself or just being done with it. <laughs> without uh, fear quitting. Yeah, basically. All right, well... This is interesting. I like both answers. Um, the my reasoning is going to be kind of strange here. Uh, it sounds like Dubs's esport would actually be entertaining, whereas like people would probably get sick of Brens really fast. And I'm like <laughs> in a really trolly mood, so I'm going to go with Papers Please because I just think that's pretty cool. I want to see people like doing like the speed runs, like like they're scanning into the like in the game. You have a little device that scans all the documents for you, so it's easier because there's so much to read. I don't want people to do it without the device, like, you know, essentially 360 no scoping papers, please. <laughs> like, and just burning through that game super fast, trying to do speed runs and try and get it as fast as possible. Like, and people screaming at this guy who's just sitting at a desk doing his job. <laughs> like, isn't yeah. there like a random element to it as well? There's a bunch of stuff that happens. Like, there's so much. There's one guy that keeps coming back and he's like, Oh, it let me into the country. And it's like written on cardboard. It's like, no. Oh, yeah. I've watched some playthroughs like and I every, remember that. <laughs> yeah. He comes back like every day. It's clearly he's not getting in. He's like, Ah, you can let me in. And you scan him and he has like a bunch of drugs on him and stuff. And it's like, Come on, man. And like he keeps coming back, but he's so happy. And it's just like, I'll let you go this time. <laughs> and then, then you get caught because it turns out he's a spy or something and then you're executed. The game's great. I highly recommend it. Yeah. I'm checking that out. All right, well, we're on to round three, and this is our final category for the win. You get to create your own holiday. When's it happening, and what are you celebrating? My answer is Festivus and Festivus. <laughs> I love Seinfeld. Um, no. Nice. When I have an anime holiday just to piss off all my friends that hate anime. <laughs> like You have to watch it now. It's required by law. That's a good one. God, I know so many people that would be like, I die, I would I defect to another country. It's just not happening. Fuck those people. <laughs> I have one buddy who, like, loathes anime. Like, he, he calls anything animated anime, like any cartoon, what? just to piss wow. me off. Uh, and I'm secretly trying to get him to watch an entire anim- episode of any anime by sending him, like, screenshots, be like... Check out this wacky picture I found on Reddit. And he clicks on it, and it's actually an anime screenshot. You're like, ha, gotcha. That's funny. Like, well, what's equally insulting is when people, like, see anim- you're watching anime, they're like, oh, you're watching cartoons? And it's like, oh, my God. Or being in, like, high school and being over Mark's house, and he had a pool in his old house, and uh, they had family friends over all swimming in their pool, and his mom came in, and we were watching the Full Metal Alchemist movie. She's like, why aren't you guys outside in the pool having fun with the other kids? You're just in here watching cartoons. And we're just like, Yeah. Because it's better. <laughs> like, we were just no shame. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, I got something. How about you, Bren? Okay, I got mine. Alright, let's do this for the win. Round three, three, two, one, go. My holiday would be... Oh, shit, I didn't think of a name. 
<laughs> uh, <laughs> off to a great start. What's, what's the name I gave to that Adult Swim uh, category we did the oh, other time? Oh, man. Penguin making a TV show for Adult Swim or something? <laughs> <laughs> That's the holiday's name. Uh, <laughs> Penguin making a TV show for Adult Swim. I don't know. I Excellent. Uh, the holiday would just be like Jackass Day. And it would be in memorial to the guy who died because he was having sex with a horse on the internet. You know, when he, the horse shoved the dick in him and pulled out all of his entrails. Uh, it would be to remember him and how truly, truly, truly stupid humanity is at times. For all those great things we've done, for all the Eli Musk and the SpaceX and the Bill Nyes, just remember, some dude had sex with a horse and died from it. Or some dude shoved a glass jar up his ass. Just remember those people exist and that those people are in our gene pools. Well, hell, it happened to Mark on episode 100. But okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. To remember Stromboli's all around the world. Uh, and it would be on May 9th because that's my brother's birthday. I already want to forget Brent's for answer. Can you go with yours, Dubs? <laughs> yeah, we're going to go with uh, Nintendo Day in remembrance of Satori Iwata. It's going to be I July 11th. Dubs wins hands passed down away. because we're <laughs> <considering> <laughs> that too. And I wish that never happened. I was trying to think of a he died for our sins joke, but I couldn't think of it with Nintendo. Uh, well played, Dubs. You're you're still undefeated, and Bren yes, is back on the losing yeah, board. It happens. Fuck you. All right, guys. Well, that was fun. Uh, let's wrap this up with some plugs. Uh, listeners, where can Brent... Uh, I mean, listeners, where can Dubs find you? <laughs> listeners, where can Brent find you? <laughs> Tell me where you're at. Let me find you. God damn it, that's terrifying. Give me a Facebook. I'll hunt you no, down. Uh, let's start with Dubs. My bad. Shove a glass. Um, you can find me on Twitter at ABTS underscore Dubs or on Twitch at Dubs Has Returned. Excellent. Yeah. And um, how about you, Brent? ABTS Brendan, uh, pretty much everywhere except for the places where it's not, and almost better than dragons. Hell yeah! Uh, Bring that back. Also, One Track Gamers, uh, Erie Canal Theater Podcast, and Press Continue Podcast. All uh, shows on our <laughs> network. They're really cool. <laughs> Just plugging everybody. Plug them all. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much all I want to say. Also. Uh, <laughs> Gotta plug them all. Dildo Mon. No, none of this. Uh, I have to end <laughs> this episode <laughs> soon. <laughs> but no, I Twitch stream every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm also going to be doing Fridays now, I think, maybe around 3. So that's pending. But uh, check the Twitch schedule for that. Um, oh, um, I might be trying to stream because I got uh, Banner Saga 2, just came out recently. The game's super fun and super hard. I might stream that. As well as Final Fantasy IX, because it doesn't set my computer on fire when I play it. Yes. So in general, we're going to be streaming a lot more. So tell your friends to tune in and like hang out and chat. Give us a follow. You don't tune in. We don't want you. We want your friends. No. That cute one. Yeah. Get the brunette to tune in. Yeah. Anyway, but we'll see you guys next week. Thanks <laughs> for tuning in. See you. See you.